My name is Joe, I'm the Dungeon Master for this campaign, and this is Advantage. This episode heavily references specific locations in the cusp, the plane on which our story takes place. I would highly recommend going online to AdvantageDnd.com and heading to our World tab in order to get a clearer idea of where we'll be talking about in the next few chapters of the story. It should also be noted that players have access to a far more robustly labeled map than we have published online, but it'll still help a lot. To give you a bearing from which to orient yourself, Isitalos is the city at the center of the Black Scar in the Watched Forest. And it's in that burned ruin of a town that last episode, the party met with Elder Kara Falheim to discuss what Alaris and Grimton, both members of the Pandominion contingent, had seen before the fire. Later, the surviving citizens of Isatalos gathered in the Council Valley for a public lament. After reciting the names of the missing and the dead, Elder Cyanidel addressed the full elves in the crowd, urging them to leave with him to march to the Rock of Visions in order to take up arms against the Pandominion. As the dissenters left, Elder Falhide looked on with disgust and assured the remaining population that she would not abandon them, but lead them to Letris, the City of Healing, a few days' walk south. Presiding Druid Moralinde Lyaklas, Warden Scout Ulrich Orman, and Pandominion members Grimton Steadyhand and Alaris Geldream are now charged with the quest of deciding what to do next to return peace to the Watched Forest. And that's where we'll pick up. Yeah, so fun planning session, guys. The four okay. of you gather together with the task of hashing out what this is. These next events are going to look like. So, Morlinda is leading leading this whole discussion, right? <laughs> yeah, I assume so. Okay, cool. She's the presiding druid. I'm the boss. Well, cause, cause, <laughs> well, I'm the boss. She was the one that was directly told that we were going to do that. We have not been informed yet. Right? Correct. That's so, true. like, I don't even know that. Wait, so is this just us hanging out figuring out what we want to do, or is this us in character figuring out what we want to do? This is us um, in character. Correct. Oh. So, um, I'll, I'll let you know up front that if you want to go speak to uh, Empress Vamana in Temple, the Blessed City, freaking do it. If you guys want to rally troops and go fight off uh, Kolgafir and uh, reclaim 
that little strait between Kolgafir and the Pandominion in order to reestablish sea trade, do it. If you want, if you want to go to her dearth, do it. If you want, if you want to take a fun adventure to to Zedla. To the doll. To the blah. Do it. To the blah. blah. I'm now imagining the entire empire of the doll as very bad characters of Transylvanians. Fact. If you want to visit any town in the Pandominion, if you want to visit any town in the Watched Forest, this world is open to you. So, with that in mind, I'm going to uh, throw you in the pool and hope you swim, and just see what you guys come up with. Pre uh, presenting Dreadmoreland Day, it might be helpful if you debrief the other three over the purpose of this meeting. Elder Fallhide has tasked me with uh, figuring out what happened to us spiritually, what caused um, this disaster, and and how we can fix it and possibly keep the citizens of Isatellas from uh, enduring anything else this awful. Um, so, she asked me to find you guys, since you seem pretty capable and, um, able to, uh, adventure around with me, and let's figure out what happened, and how we can prevent it. And I know there's a lot going on. Sienna Dell just ran off with half of Isatalos, and then I don't even know what's going on at the Pandominion right now, so I know we have a lot to deal with, but I would like for you guys to come with me and figure out how we can help the citizens of Isatalos the best we can. So, so you mean splitting off from the citizens of Isatalos? Indeed. Um, I think the elders are more suited to take care of the citizens' physical needs for right now, just getting them situated as refugees uh, in a city that is, is more welcoming. They're going to Letras, which is literally the city of healing, so healing should occur. Also, it's a pretty diverse city, and so people will be very welcome there, and hopefully they will at least be safe for a little while from the zealots that Sian Adel has um, inspired. So that being said, will you come with me? I mean, what do you have in mind? I don't know. Like, I'm not sure yet. The, the people here of East Atalos, that's my home. And... Well, it was, I suppose. And so, I don't really want to just wander aimlessly. I have no intention of wandering aimlessly. Of course. But do you, like, have a plan? Like, I mean, our goal is to get to the bottom of all this, right? So, I'm just where would you start? I'm just afraid that if I go, if I stay with the citizens for too long, I won't be able to leave when it's, when it's time. Okay, where, where are you suggesting that we should start then? I don't know yet. Okay. <laughs> well, in my mind, I see two things that would both be um, worth exploring. One is, actually, it is more akin to wandering. Spending some time in the watched forest to see if we can talk to the spirits. Uh, and not just like standing around, like actively traveling around and seeing if we can figure out more what's going on with them. Also, while the Pen Dominion has plenty of, you know, might, um, they might not be prepared for the fact of even a relatively small army assaulting them on their southern border. Um, yeah, you do know that a lot of the military force of the Pan Dominion, or uh, Grimton and Elris, you know that the, um, 
the Pandominion is really preoccupied with yeah, the, the north. invasion of the north. Yeah, that's where all of their military is. The the people with weapons, um, save in Canis. It, well, actually, in Canis didn't even carry a weapon. He only carried a shield. But the the militarized people that were with the contingent were mercenaries. They were not trained government soldiers. These were people that were that are just hired hands because the Pandemonium's entire force is up north. It just seems that, you know, I'd hate to see more innocent people get hurt, um, particularly in the uh, southern Pandemonium towns. Joe, how long would it take for uh, us to travel to Letrus? To Letrus? Without, um, without, like, if we went ahead or behind the uh, the, the group, the uh, refugees. You'd probably move at a quicker pace than... Um, 4,000 people, yeah. 4,000 people. Uh, so for them, it would probably take a week for you five days if you booked it. Grimpton, here's a fun thing about Letrus. You know that Letrus is a destination for many of the dwarves that also left Hirdurth after Grace undertook power. Those that also were not satisfied with his kingship. So they, it's got a substantial dwarven population now as well. I, well, I feel like there's almost a way we can hit two birds with one stone, right? So maybe by taking a slightly or a slightly less direct route back to the Pandominion, because it's going like the forces that went to Letrus first is going to take them a long time to get there, then it's going to take them a while to get organized, and then it's going to take them a while to like plan. So they're not going to just. Like, sure, they're angry and they're wanting to go and attack the Pandominion, but it's going to take time. Uh, the, the, the militarized group of individuals that left with Cyanidel are actually going to the Rock of Visions, not to Letrus. Okay. Letrus is a destination for the 4,000 remainders uh, with Baldwin. Oh, okay, that's the, that's the healing city? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the militarized contingent is effectively heading... West, um, or east... East, yeah. Basically, due east. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of the people of Isotowels are heading south. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, to rephrase what I was saying earlier, the militarized forces of Isotowels are heading to the Rock of Visions, and it will take them time to get organized and form their plans. Yes. So, if... There are any sacred areas in the general vicinity of heading northward, then perhaps we can stop by them on our way to the Pandominion and warning them. So, therefore, hitting two birds in one stone, um, trying to get in touch with the spirits and seeing what's going on while also heading up and trying to prevent a war. Um, Rock of Visions is also a very spiritual place, and so that would be a good place to try and communicate with the spirits. Um, 
as are the Soul Serpent's Lake, Carver's Teeth, and Falling Water. Yeah, uh, all those things are over there. Yep. Um, those are yeah, those are all east, not north to the Pandominion. If you were planning on going to see them. If we were gonna head that way, I would just like to beat Cianadel to his destination and speak to the leaders first if we were going to go that way. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. That could be dangerous, and they have a head start. Only by a night. If we wanted to go to the Rock of Visions, I think that we could be uh, 4,000 people there. Oh, yeah. As four young, able-bodied, well, four, three young, and one grizzled old guy. um, (laughs) Missing a leg. With a prosthetic limb. (laughs) We got this, though. (laughs) <laughs> I am not fast. Until you go north and warn. <laughs> Just split the party right away. Oh, good. Step one, split party. East sounds like a plan. We can beat their militarized force. I might can even try and convince uh, my fellow warden, Amre, who left with them to come back with us. With any luck, we might run into uh, a gnome clan. There's one that lives here in the forest. Subtle. <laughs> what? I, that's knowledge. I know this. Um, I, but what, would that help anything? Resources, for sure. Um, having more friends in a coming conflict is not necessarily a bad thing. That's fair. I, I can hop on board with going east, but we must make haste. Okay. Uh, and what exactly is your goal once you head east? Um, I would like to talk to their leader so are you going to talk presiding druid to presiding druid yes yeah okay okay um give me an insight roll morlinde uh 17 as you're discussing this and you're pitching this idea to the to your companions you hear yourself say it you realize that it's very unlikely that the presiding druid of the rock of visions would listen to you. Again, these are people that Cyanadel trusts. Yeah, these, they are zealots. This is like, yeah, they, they have a zealot military. Well, the biggest thing is that if they're going to gain these, you know, almost 4,000 people from Isitalos who are angry and wish to be armed, they're going to go attack somebody. And it might be the Pandominion, because that's who they're blaming, but they also weren't particularly thrilled with the non-elven members of the community of Isitalos. So that... That Cyanadel knows are going to Letras. Yeah, so that faction makes me nervous. I, I don't necessarily know his intentions, but... I mean... This seems a degree of a holy war, and I feel like he will go for the Pandominion first and come after the rest of them as an afterthought. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, the Pandominion's closer, so yeah. I mean, I don't, that might sway in some ways. Let's kill Syadado. That mean, seems to be the root of our problems. Yeah, but won't that just make him a martyr? They'll just it get will. Angrier. I don't think that's a good plan, necessarily. It'll buy us time. <laughs> Uh, it could also escalate the conflict. <laughs> it depends on that? who... Uh, who... I can't believe I'm even considering this. It depends who kills him. 
I think it's Somebody... generally a bad idea. He hasn't started any direct conflict guy. yet that will not only make him a martyr, but strengthen the faction. Um, any direct violent conflict yet. Right. Um, it'll strengthen the elitist faction um, and could bring the hammer down on those that have gone to Letris more quickly. That's very true. I think the point here is to avoid conflict, not start it. As the spiritual leader of this community, I'm so frustrated by him because he's convinced that he's no that he knows what's going on spiritually, but like this, they don't. I, I don't think they want this. I still think that the root of our problems here are with the spirits. If we have no friends here. Cosmically or otherwise, this is not our place, and the Pandominion is where we should head, both to warn them of what's coming, and because <laughs> at this moment, we are refugees. We need to see what's going on with them, and I think that's priority one. Speaking of knowing what's going on with the spirits, uh, Morlinde, any thoughts on Kareth right now? It would be nice to find Kareth. I think they know more about what's going on with the spirits than I do, for sure. As much as I am touting the fact that I'm the spiritual leader of this community, uh, I wasn't expecting to have this job for decades. And I'm, I'm here, and I'm going to act like I know what I'm doing. But, man, yeah, finding Kareth would be cool, but I don't even know where to start. Um, speaking of things that are out in the forest, that might be... Uh, uh value for you to go check out. Ulrich, don't forget about the caches. Oh, the yeah, I did forget about those. The Wardens spend, four, I think it's four nights on, three nights off, and we just spend four nights, like, living in the forest. Um, and then we have, if I remember right, like, it's not just supplies, it's also a place where we can send messages. Um, and you have a runner whose job is to, like, go to those caches. They're strategically located in we hang out in the in the forest a lot. They're um, also magically protected and hidden. Yeah. What? And you could probably hit a couple on your way, uh, wherever, whichever direction you go. Out of character, I'm going to table that info for a moment because Arik is very focused on <laughs> the spirits right now. The spirits, there are, there are several of them. There are more than one. Um, and again, we need to see if we have any friends here. I know some of them, but more in a general sense, Morlinde, so who, what might we try to approach to get some information and maybe some help and guidance? And then subsequently, where would be the most effective place to do that? Um, well, good thing this is the part that I'm worst at. <laughs> I think our I think our best bet at this point is to find Fate Weaver and World Healer. And that's part of the reason I like I think going to Letters would be a good idea is because I feel like that's a good place to find World Healer and figure out what uh, what they want us to do to, you know, begin healing because this fire was a cleansing. It was my, awful. My problem with going to Letras is that it's seen, going that far south just feels like it's putting us in a bad position in case certain things go down. Like, I think it would be much more beneficial. Like, I think that's a little bit out of the way, in a way. I think, I, I think we, our attentions would be better served going somewhere else. But 
there be a way to send message to the Panda Minion that there may be forces coming? I'm sure that um, there is. Elris, you have a scroll of sending to your mom. <laughs> there you go, I could send it to my mom. <laughs> Actually, you just have a scroll of sending that your mom gave you. <laughs> nope, he can only... With, with, intention of, <laughs> with intention of you using it to say hi, hello, checking in. What a call home that would be. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody oh, wow. that except for me and this other fella... But I'm doing good. Changing my underwear. <laughs> Washing behind my ears, all that. Yep. Clean socks. <laughs> no, Mom, I haven't cut my hair yet. Yeah, so you have a scroll of sending. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a scroll of sending. If need be, we can use that for that. Ulrich, presuming that the crows lived... Um, That's what I was just thinking. Yeah, the, the crows at your caches would also work as a communicator. Sorry, I offer that information. Um, sort of sprinkled throughout... Um, particularly the closer areas of the watch forest, the wardens have placed caches that have supplies, um, and assuming that the crows have lived, uh, crows that we can use to send messages, uh, that also might be a way of contacting any friends or the Pendominion. I have another question. Okay. So, Morlinde, you, you've admitted that your connection to the spirits is not the strongest at the moment, Correct. Yeah, I mean, as far as communication goes... That's... You, you've admitted that that's your weakest aspect, right? Uh, yes. And there are other presiding druids, assu um, assuming one per every major area of Isatalos, correct? Or of the forest, yes. You know what I mean. Of the Watch Forest. So, why I instead... Know, that would be... A blatant thing that I get to see a pandemonium person who doesn't know anything about the forest. <laughs> My thinking is instead of trying to communicate with the spirits yourself, perhaps instead sending a message to one of your. I assume you know of the other presiding druids. No, like have talked to them before. Sending them to one that has a stronger connection and trying to have them work on that problem while we work on other problems might be a better solution. So. The burden is not all on you in your weakest aspect, and we can focus on maybe you getting a better connection as we're traveling, but not necessarily having to go to a spiritual place and try to do all of it on your own. I do like the idea of seeking counsel um, for more experienced druids. Also, there are so there are other bands of druids, just straight up druid communities here in the forest. Um, yeah, um, so, Morlinda, you, while you, you know, sorry, you're in much better communications with other druid circles than the uh, circle of druids that presiding druids are typically into, you do know, I'll throw this in, that Kareth was a member of the Circle of Great Duty. Alright, so here's what I propose. We send messages to other druid circles... Have them deal with spirit shit. We go up north to Pandominion. While on the way, we send messages to other people, warning them about other sh stuff. And then we will make our way up north and help out where we can. What are you doing up north? Going back to the bigger Pandominium con contingent that will be like the trading contingent that's probably still in existence up slightly to the north. Um, and letting them know that stuff is coming, they might want to back away, like, 
basically, and also inform them that Isatalos is lost, and like that's their whole mission anyway was to come down to Isatalos, and that's basically a bust. So they should probably be informed about that. And um, here's the first city that we would reach if we head north. Correct. Wait, say that again. Havenmere is the first city that we would reach if we head north along the river and will likely be the first place to be assaulted. I, I like that plan. I can get on board. Covers our basis and gives us a direction. One yep. that is preferably away so from So I think we said we head north to Havenmere. Okay. Merlin Day, what do you think? I think it's a good start. It makes me nervous to, to, to leave or to start leaving. Um but I think it's also what's necessary. And especially if I can get in direct face-to-face communication uh, with other druids as we go, because the you guys are right. The direct danger is uh, 4,000 angry elves. Plus um, the Tempest Oath, plus the yeah. Rock of Visions. So that is, that is the more direct danger than the spirit's Okay, so how about this? Let's use the Scroll of Sending to warn the Pandominion capital. I will send uh, a crow to um, Phil and Ren, two of the Wardens, um, and Letris to like basically have them keep in contact with me and let me know if anything happens uh, to keep an eye on the situation there. We can also send one out maybe to try and contact any of the druids and start heading north. Do I know anyone in the Pandavinian capital? Grimton, do you know anybody? Temple's a capital? I don't know if I know anybody. Yeah, t- Temple's a capital. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, a few people. You know right. Captain, what's her face? Yeah, I forgot her name. Yeah. Alright, well, you can send a message to Captain, what's her face? I heard she's no, a great leader. <laughs> Noteworthy. Or, sorry, Captain Face. <laughs> that, that's Captain Erica Try. A-I-R-I-K-A-T-R-I. She's an officer that was working to build more garrisons in Temple. She did like you, Grimton, so that's good. She likes me. I also know, like, a silk shop owner, but I don't think that'll be much help. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's warn this captain and get on our way. So that's the plan. We're going to go north to Havenmere, warn Captain Try and the... City of Temple, send crows south to Warden Filburn and Warden Renlam, and one to Warden Amray to keep up contact. Presumably, you're also going to hit up um, caches on the way there? Yes, uh, and try and meet with some druids in the forest. Okay. Presumably also find places of power. Yeah, that'd be nice. Got it. Okay, um, so remind me again of what you're going to do in Havenmere. Hey, we're going to Havenmere for the same reason that, that we're warning the capital city. Like, they're probably the first on the list of targets. Geographically, and so to get them ready for that. Got it. Okay. Where's the bigger contingent located? Are they, I assume, slightly yeah, south of Havenmere? Yeah, I assume they Havenmere? were going north there. The people at Trails End, or sorry, the people at Trails End is demolished, Trails End is dead. Forest Edge, the tent right. city, um, yes. is nothing substantial it's a place to stockpile materials and it's a place to trade and 
to get goods from the rest of uh, the Pandominion. Are we going to be swinging through there on our Good way question. up? Um, do you want to? You could just skip it completely and just take a boat north. No, I think I'd rather swing through so we can warn them and let them know that if they need to just evacuate the back. hell out of there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I just want to say that I think my flaw of making convoluted plans <laughs> is fruition. So. Yeah. Um. Uh, Alaris, go ahead and take a point of inspiration for that. Actually, each of you have really done phenomenally, and I've just completely forgotten about that mechanic. So everybody, uh, add a point of inspiration. Right quick, remind me of this mechanic. What does that do? Inspiration allows you to add advantage to any role that you want to ever. Oh, that's cool. And it's you either have it or you don't, and you only get one. You cannot stockpile. Ow. Yeah, come on, guys. Hey, friends, it's Joe. Before we depart on this quest, I need to take a moment to appreciate the people that have even gotten us this far. Folks like Daniel Grayling, who did all of our graphic design work, and Blake Bost, who composed this incredible soundtrack behind me, which you can find at soundcloud.com slash blakebost. Be sure to check out our sibling podcast, How Friends Roll. Uh, that's not an official kinship or even a phrase that I ever ran by Sully, who's a dungeon master of that campaign, but I think it'll fly. Uh, I'd recommend subscribing to it because along with just simply being a riot to listen to, we're also workshopping a collaborative series with them sometime in the foreseeable future. You can find them on iTunes or on Twitter at HowFriendsRoll. We need to thank Labor of Love Graphics for helping with our website. You can reach them at laboroflovegraphics.com. Make sure to go to our website and look at all the resources that we have there. Uh, it will definitely help you a lot. In addition to those maps that I mentioned at the start of the episode, it's got location details on other major geopolitical areas. It has cast and character biographies and even links to customized tabletop menus that everybody created in HeroForge, which means that you could have your very own Ulrich Orman, leader of Squadron 9 of Isotalis' Warden Scout. Our handles on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr are all at AdvantageDnD. Check us out there and come join our community. It'd be great. I'd love to hear from you. Finally, this is our last episode that will be published before the cast and I record our very first mailbag. Send us any questions or comments that you have about the show, the cast, the characters, the world, or the story, and we'll respond to each and every one of them. Tweet us email at us leave it in the comment section of the website we're gonna read them you can even open up your phone's voice recording app and email that file to advantagednd.gmail.com i would love to edit you into the show we'll also be reading and responding to all those great ratings that we receive on itunes so i encourage you to leave us five stars and a message there You've got maybe a week to act on this, though. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll have to answer your questions in a future mailbag. Either way, we'll get to them eventually, so don't hold back. Now let's return to the show. Thank you. So, come dawn, 
nearly every one of the remaining is Italians is ready to leave. Very few are staying behind. Elder Fallhide says a short prayer over the weeping families for guidance from the spirits, and then ushers to you, presiding druid, to add anything in. We still are the community of Isitalos. We've lost a lot, and we're going through a lot, and we're still going to go through a lot. But we are going to heal. Elder Fallhide is going to lead you to a place with healing waters, to an accepting city of humans and elves and dwarves, just as Isitalos should have been in the end. Uh, they are united spiritually, they are united as a community, um, and I believe they will take you in and take good care of you while you heal, while you regroup, and while we figure out what to do next. This is a terrible ending, but we have so much more to do, so much, uh, so much more as a community that we can do, that we can grow together. I know there's a lot to be scared of, and there's a lot to worry about, and there's a lot to mourn, but we are going to make it, and we are going to be okay. Elder Fallhide reaches down and scoops up a handful of ash, and she places it in the medicine pouch around her neck. And the halfling takes a stick from the ground and paints it gently across her cheek, leaving behind a line of black soot across her face. She does the same to Elder Yesrik. She says, by the spirits... I name you a protected remnant of Isitalos. Elder Yesrik then picks up a stick off the ground too, and together they turn to the people and begin repeating the rite. Those that have been blessed turn to those around them and perform the ritual to their neighbors. It is moving, communal, and heartbreaking. Elorus and Grimton... Elder Fallhide turns to you, offering you paint. She knows full well that you are Pandominion. Do you accept it? Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> yes, I'll take it. I, I accept. Do you bless anyone else? Yeah, sure. I'll bless the person next to me. I'm assuming that they're not speaking in Elvish simply because it is more... Like, symbolically, it's a little more welcoming, I think. Yeah, the, she's, they're all speaking in common. Common. Morlinde, it's not Carl Fallhide that approaches you, but your mother and father. Tears are falling from their cheeks and streaking the ash that was just applied. Your father's voice cracks as he names you a protected remnant of Isitalos, and your mother paints the soot upon your cheeks with a shaking hand. Their eyes are full of love and fear, and most of all, pride. Do you perform the rite on anyone else? I think I perform it on anyone I can get to, honestly. Auric Brabach paints your cheek. Do you paint anyone else? I, like, definitely accept when when uh, Robert does it and, and give him 
like a good hug, like one of those firm wrist handshakes, you know. Mm. And I seek out Phil, Philburn, to do the same. Finally, when the whole community is marked and blessed with the ash of their homes, Elder Fallhide closes with Yah and begins to lead them south, following the Charmed River to Letris, the City of Healing. <laughs>